to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Travelcast. And today I had the great pleasure to receive Henry Barchette. So welcome, Henry. Thank you very much for having me. So can you present yourself, please? My name is Henry Barchette. I run the travel podcast Audio Travels. I founded this travel podcast in 2011, but I also work as a radio travel journalist and I travel the world with a microphone instead of, well, a photo or something else. Okay. And can you, I would say, explain how did you, let's say, work in that industry? Well, I started as a radio travel journalist and as a radio travel journalist, you're always on the run and uh, you are limited to two minutes and 30 seconds when you produce a feature for radio. And I didn't want to do that anymore because I say when you travel and you want to create something because when you create a travel podcast or feature about the destination, you have to make your own pictures in your mind and that needs time. So I traveled with my microphone and people gave me their stories and I put them together the travel podcast and in 2011 when i started with this kind of project well i was a little bit laughed at because hardly anybody knew what a travel podcast was and uh, so i was kind of a pioneer in germany but nowadays it's very very successful i have up to well 20,000 listeners a month and uh, the number of the audience is growing and growing Okay, so I would say contact you because you did a keynote at the last ITV in Berlin and the topic of your presentation was audio influencing in tourism. So can you tell us why audio is really important as a new, let's say, as a media for tourism? When you look at the websites of travel destinations or tour operators, you always see the icon of uh, Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or Twitter. But do you see the icon of Spotify or iTunes? No. And you know how many people are owning a headphone in Germany? That's 80 million. There are 80 million headphones in Germany at the moment. And the tourist industry hasn't realized the way of transporting information via audio to their customers. So that's why I talked about audio influencing in tourism, because it's so much underestimated, especially in the tourism industry. And also, can you tell us which kind of content, I would say audio content, is suitable for influencing the uh, tourism industry? You see, when with Instagram or Facebook, especially Instagram, you see girls in bikinis posing at a swimming pool. Yeah. So that gets the most likes. And uh, but is this authentic or is this staged? But most of these pictures are staged, and because they present themselves and not the destination. And audio is so much more authentic because I collect stories from people who are locals, who live there, who 
really can tell about the destinations. The best ambassador of a destination is someone who lives there. The other thing is you can ask people who are really at the destination. You can ask them, did you like that hotel? Did you like the destination? Did you like the sea? Or did you like the cruise? So you get authentic statements from people in your microphone and that can you can use on a podcast that you can put on your website, but not the stage pictures like the ones that a lot of influencers bring back from their trips. Do you think uh, the one of the reasons why I would say brands are not using audio is the reason it's because it's quite complicated to, I would say, to work in because when you take a picture, you have, I would say, few arrangements and you have also tools like Lightroom to modify and make the pictures really beautiful. But about audio, it takes, I would say, a lot of more of time for editing, no? I don't think so. You see, uh, you have Lightroom, you have Photoshop to make the pictures good, which is also a lot of work when you really do it good. But then you create a non-authentic picture. And with audio, some things are much easier. For example, you don't need good weather. You can record a travel story during bad weather and talk about good weather and talk about how the destination yeah. looks like when the sun is shining. I even produced a travel podcast last year about the song Silent Night, you know, the Christmas song, in the middle of, in the middle of summer. Because I didn't need snow-capped mountains and I didn't need a Christmas tree, but I needed a story about people who composed uh, this song and the surroundings. So you don't need pictures to audio influence your target group. Uh, do you think also that the sound also it's another way to uh, discover a country because usually when we think about traveling we all, also always think about monuments, buildings, food but not really a lot about also the sound for example the sound of the local people in the particular region who give their I don't know, they have the special taste of the region, no? You're exactly right. You can't transport, for example, music to the picture. You have to listen to music. And music is a cultural thing that is really, really important for a destination. You know, when you come back from a big trip, you always have a song in your mind or you always have music in your mind. You listen to the soccer in South America, you listen to the didgeridoo in Australia, you listen to the Boduberu on the Maldives uh, local drum, and this can't reflect a picture. You can show a picture of the instrument, but if you don't hear the sound of the instrument, it's just a picture. The other thing is uh, languages. A local language is something that's really unique. And it's also something really, really special for a destination. And this is something you can't transport in a picture. Or even when you write it down, you can't listen to the sound of 
the voice of a local who speaks that local language. So there are so many aspects that you can't transport in the picture, but which are only suitable for audio. So this is something else that the tourism industry doesn't understand at the moment. And what do you think who should be that produce that, those kind of content? Well, nowadays, it's really easy to produce such kind of content. Nearly everybody could do it. You have a microphone or you have your, your mobile phone, your smartphone, which includes a microphone function or microphone app, and you can talk to people. But, you know, a lot of people are afraid to talk to people. It's much easier to stand in front of a monument or a church than to go to someone and talk to him. Because nowadays, a lot of people do not talk, yeah. you know. And it's much easier to just put out your camera and photograph a person, even if the person wants it or does not want it. But if you talk to a person, you have to be sensitive and you have to get their confidence that you don't do something wrong. But for me, the microphone is kind of the key to their hearts because they open up when you are polite, when you ask them, and they are proud that you are interested in their stories. So I always tell the influencers uh, when they go out with their cameras, I tell them, you take pictures, but people give me their story. That's something more ethical, much more ethical to record something in audio than just to take pictures of someone. But also, I think there is the, the fact that with audio, also, you can do something else also at the same time. For example, if you recall someone who tells his story about a particular place, you can travel and see the place by your own eyes so you don't have your eyes stuck in your phone. So also, I think it's, uh, it's also a possibility to create another kind of experience that uh, we don't have with, let's say, visual or well, pictures. Yes, you are absolutely right. When you listen to audio, when you listen to a podcast, you know, you can do something else. You can cycle, you can iron, you can drive your car nowadays because you have the Wi-Fi in your car. And... Uh, you can do something else. You don't waste time. Whenever you listen to a picture, read a blog, or watch a video on YouTube, your eyes are glued to the screen. Mm -hmm. If you listen to a travel podcast, for example, you just have your earphones plugged in and you can do something else. And you get the desire to meet those people you listen to when you listen to that podcast. For example, when I'm Traveling. I, I, last year, I traveled to Texas, and I met the cowboys in Amarillo, and I talked to them, and they told me how they build their fences and how they drive the cattle and things <laughs> like that. And when you listen to this podcast, I think you want to meet that cowboy too. And you know this cowboy exists because I talked to him, and you can talk to him too. I think also there is this kind of... You have to... Imagine the scenes because you don't have any pictures to, I would say, to have a good view. So you have to maybe to take more effort to think how the scene is going on, how the 
guy is looking also because you don't have any picture of the person. And somehow I think you are more, let's say, include more, I'd say your attention is more there, is not elsewhere, but you are more into the experience. It's theater of the mind, what you call <laughs> uh, audio, what you call radio, what you call audio podcast, because you create your imagination, you cre create the destination in your mind by what you hear. And you will be surprised that when you are there, because you want to go there after you listen to that, that you were absolutely right. There was this guy with a big hat and uh, with, a, with a horse in, in Amarillo, and you will find them. So this is, this is so much authentic when you listen to an audio podcast, especially a travel podcast. The podcast, the travel podcast I don't like is when just two people talk to each other and talk about their experience, because <laughs> this is some hearsay. They, someone who did this trip just tells you what he's done, he has done, where he stayed, what he ate, but that's not as authentic as the story <laughs> that you collect from the locals you meet during your trip. Yeah, especially if like, it's quite difficult to fake it also when you are, I would say, on audio, because if you say that I, I'm uh, Shanghai and I speak with someone in Chinese, you can hear in the background that there is some people are ch uh, talking in Chinese and so on. So there's maybe a search for more transparency also when you are using the audio. Definitely. But you have to be careful uh, because that's why I travel to countries where I speak the language. So I travel to countries where they speak French, where they speak German, where they speak English, because I once visited China and uh, Taiwan and I asked a question and a translator, a guide translated the question <laughs> into Chinese. Then the person answered in Chinese and the guide retranslated it in English. So that's a little bit difficult because you never know what the man or the woman really said, you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. So, uh, so that's another thing with authenticity, that uh, you know what people tell you. Uh, so it's always good to speak the language. Yeah. So can you maybe tell us more about your equipment? How, which kind of equipment do you have when you are traveling? I have a small audio device, it's uh, called Eddie Roll, which has a built-in microphone, but I always use an extra microphone, uh, which eliminates uh, sounds like, like cars and traffic and things like that, and some headphones, and that's all. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I have. So I don't need, uh, you know, big camera bags tripods or things like that, that any photographer has in his baggage. I just have my little device and, you know, I could even record it with my smartphone, which is not as good as with this little device. Okay. And that's all, that's all I need for when I travel. And then I have my laptop on which I can edit my audio files that I recorded during the day. 
Okay. So what are your, I would say, tips, for example, for someone who, for example, and travel blogger who wants to also to be not only would say visual person but also an audio person what are your tips well he should buy such a little device and yeah. uh, and take it with him because you know it, it does not have much weight uh, in his baggage because it's really really small it's like a secret pack you know as big as that and microphone the same and he could let his camera in his room and just go out and he has or she has to try to meet people and <laughs> and talk to them, get their confidence and get their stories and ask them for their stories. That's that's all what they sh what they should do. They should not sit one travel blogger meets another travel blogger in a bar and they mm -hmm. meet up in a hotel room and talk about what happened during the day, because that's a pretty boring podcast and it's not authentic, it's very, <laughs> it's, it's very intimate uh, experience what they share, but um, they should meet people, they should go out and meet people and talk to them and take their time and uh, they should not put the camera on the selfie stick and, uh, and walk around <laughs> and, and put themselves in the picture. Because yeah. that's that's what I see when I look at blogs or Instagram. It's always the travel blogger who tries to to be a brand on himself. It's always about them and not about the others. So it's like, look at me, I'm the, on the, the <clears throat> in Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower and so on. But or I'm in that beautiful hotel, and uh, yes, and they are in hotels. They couldn't yeah. afford because they get sponsored this trip. Yeah. I always say when I go on a tour and uh, I got asked to produce a travel podcast, well, skip lunch, give me one warm meal a day. I need a middle class accommodation, but please fix me up with people who are interesting, who have something <laughs> to tell. And it doesn't be the mayor or, or the director of tourism. Let me talk to the chef in a, in a small restaurant, or let me <laughs> talk to the woman in the market, or the waiter. Uh, I don't know. Yes, the waiter in a hotel, because you know, someone who's in the lobby of a hotel who works there knows much more about the city where the hotel is or the hotel than the manager, <laughs> because yeah, he has also I think <laughs> entertain the guests and give them a good piece of advice. And the manager has to fill his rooms. I think also, I think maybe also he has so many interesting stories that maybe you can read or see anywhere else. Also, yes, of course, of course. This is this is the art of audio <laughs> to collect <laughs> to collect those stories. And you know, a hotel is just a building, but <laughs> what makes a hotel special are the people who work there. Yeah. You know, you feel welcome when you are at your table at night and the waiter knows your name and he talks with you and he gives you a good piece of advice. Did you know that bay with this little beach? And why not ask him, well, after your shift is over, uh, can we meet and uh, 
tell me that, and uh, I recorded with my microphone. And then you have an authentic, nice little statement and a nice little story that you can share with with others. So that's the, the, that kind of advice I would I would give to to a travel blogger. Yeah. So I think you you can build kind of audio branding. So because as you said, an hotel is not about entire building, but also the people who are working inside inside or around it. And also you can make the place more, I would say, human also. Not only because it's a big name and you have to go there, but also they have so personal stories so you can you can feel it. Yes, you can you can feel it, yes. And you know you don't need the picture of the hotel, you know, when you have these stuff and you have those stories. So that's why I tell hotels it's nice that you have so many rooms and the suite and things like that. Put that on your website, but put also on your website the chef or the waiter or or even the housemaid who says I always put a nice little chocolate on the yeah. because that's something really really nice if you have a story like story like that. So my last question for you is what was your most memorable travel that you did? Well, that's really hard to tell <laughs> because I've traveled to about any countries <laughs> so far. Yeah, I know. And uh, well, one of my best trips was uh, uh, traveling to the Kimberleys in Western Australia and walking for one week uh, with the Aborigines to their to their home country, which was okay. really interesting, and uh, getting their stories at the campfires at night, that was really really an experience. Uh, that well, that was one of my best trips, and well, another trip was that I went to Trinidad and Tobago, and I walked. In the footsteps of this old song by the Andrew Sisters, Rum and Coca-Cola, because okay. song, I mentioned so many places in Trinidad and Tobago, and I looked for them. Are they real? And they were real, and I learned okay. so much about <laughs> nice. the trip, so uh, things like that. So this was another great trip. And the trip to Texas, uh, it was a Texas music road trip where I went to Amarillo, I was there on the footsteps of this George Strait song, Amarillo by Morning. I went to the Love Up where Buddy Holly lived and to so many other places, which was combined music with travel. So that was another uh, really, really nice trip. But uh, there were so many other trips. So. <laughs> I think so. That was a, <laughs> a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> But let me, let me add something. Uh, yes, we can. Uh, because a lot of people ask me, can I earn money with a travel podcast? And mm -hmm. yes, you can. Because I got hired now by a lot of companies who want to produce a podcast for their website because they realize that this is another social media tool that will help them to get more customers. So uh, I was hired, for example, by Tourism Tasmania, who said, we want something else on our website because 
our slogan is Discover Tasmania, and you can discover it with the people you meet there. And uh, so these corporate podcasts can really, really earn you a lot of money. So I can give as a, another good piece of advice to the people who travel or make travel for their living that uh, you can also earn money with a podcast if you yeah. try. Okay. So thanks for the information, but I've also maybe I wanted to add that uh, in a more, I would say, technical way, you now there is this new trend of voice search because before we had the let's say google search and so on but now a lot of people are using the voice for searching for their destination so it's another i would say content to not to miss because for example if i was i'm doing a okay google to my phone and say what is the latest story in paris so we can have some results for, for example, for people who are telling uh, stories of a particular, I don't know, neighborhood in Paris. So, for example. Well, that's another good tool. If that exists, I haven't heard of it. Thanks for the information. Yeah. I will try it. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but especially because now we have uh, devices like the Amazon Echo. I don't know if you know that, that device. Yes, yeah, sure, of course. So it's it's also another, I would say, step for brands so to be also present on those kind of devices. Of course, because if you ask Alexa, play me a podcast about my next destination where I should travel to. So <laughs> maybe Alexa gives my podcast all your travels and uh, tells you that you should travel to Tasmania or that you should travel to Israel or somewhere else. Also, it can help you to give me some information. For example, how do I say hello in Hebrew, for example? So. Yes, but I think that you can already do with a Google Translator because they give out this yeah. voice or this pronunciation, although it sometimes sounds a little bit strange. But yeah. we tried with German. Yeah. So, Henry, thank you for your time. So, how can I reach you on internet? Well, my podcast site is audiotravels.podbean.com, but uh, you all can also find me on Spotify, on TuneIn, on iTunes. Just uh, give my name in, in the search uh, line or, or audio travels and it will pop up immediately on, uh, I think, at least 10 different platforms where you can find me. Okay, so thank you. And again, thank you for your time. <laughs> and uh, I wish you all the best uh, for your next travel. So can you tell us what would be the next destination? Yes, next week I will travel to Georgia, to the city of Tbilis, which is the capital of Georgia, and I really look okay. forward to it because I've never been to Georgia, though it will be a new country, I have to count, uh, maybe it's country 83, uh, but you know, I don't count countries, I count moments. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so, thank you again, Henry. Thank you very much for having me in your podcast.